0: Welcome to OSNAP, oh Snap, candid conversations about business and life with your hosts Amy and Rosie, owners of Snap, a community, education, and inspiration forum for photographers and creatives.
1: It's still the same day. <laughs> It's still seagull-fledgling time. Ooh.
0: Uh,
1: so yeah, you'll hear
0: them in the background. <laughs> um, what are we talking about today, Rosie? We are talking about social media. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you feel when I say the word social media, Rosie? So many things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, social media and kind of uh, looking after yourself around it yeah um
1: and also that it's not the be-all and end-all of marketing your business um i would also like i'd like to start at a moment of existential crisis
0: (laughs) (laughs) um sure why not we don't do that regularly No, we don't.
1: <laughs> um, so recently, I, I'm i not using it now, um, mostly because I didn't want to pay £80 for the year. Um, there's an app called Opal, which I downloaded and did the week-long free trial. It's effectively like an app blocker, basically. Oh, So it's, it's very well set up, and I could see the benefit. I think I was just like in a scarcity money situation. And then I was like, I have screen time on my phone, like mm. I can... I can do it that way, Um, and I do bypass it sometimes, which isn't great. I know you shouldn't do that. Um, But this app, basically based on your current use, estimated, so it used the screen time data, Mm. estimated how much time, how much of your life you'd spend on social media.
0: Mm.
1: And mine was 22 years. Fuck me. Right? Whoa. How is that for a realization? That's horrible. Right? Yeah, really horrible. And I was like, <laughs> what the fuck? I don't want to spend twenty two years of my life on no. social media. Like, what is that? Um. So I've like since this mass realization, I have put things in place. Like, I have screen time that limits me to like two hours a day, and mostly I do come under that. Mm-hmm. So that's the emails, Facebook, and. Uh, Instagram, and I probably also need to apply it to Threads, the new one that's been out this week. Although, actually, I haven't- I've gone on it, but I don't feel like a pull to be on it. Maybe I am actually, like, um uh, using
0: social media responsibly.
1: Maybe, yes. Maybe I'm using it in a healthy way now, because I've been trying to, like, be very conscious of this since mm. being told that I was gonna spend 22 years Dude, of my life. that's horrifying. Right? That's- Imagine what I could do with that time. How, how much sleep you get.
0: <sighs> so much <laughs> sleep. <laughs> So I, Isn't it, is it bad that my immediate response was I would rather sleep for 22 years I have sex for 22 years. Like that's where, <laughs> I was like, yeah. that, that kind of, that's a massive commitment that I'm prepared to spend. <laughs> right? And then I think about <laughs> most of it does not deserve that time.
1: Most of my time on social media is like dopamine hunting, getting a fix. Um, because I don't need to spend more than two hours on there for my job. Um... And yeah, obviously there's connection and your friends and stuff all there. But actually, I'd rather message my friends on yeah, like WhatsApp. Yeah, I don't actually use social media for any kind of, um, like, friend interaction. Yeah. Yeah, no neither do I. I actually have a lot of my friends
0: muted because yeah. I find that story... You nothing to talk about. If you, like, my mum... Uh, so my mum got really offended when she found out that I um, unfollowed her. And cause she And she kept referencing things that she posted on Facebook and I was like I don't want our relationship to be on Facebook like no I don't want to find out about the things that you do from Facebook I want to find out about them because we've been for a coffee and we've yeah you know met up and had a chat about it
1: agreed that's also how I want my relationships to be I want my relationships to be in real life I think social media is a great tool for connecting with people but then I want to Follow that through yeah. with real-life connection. Um, so, yeah, I also feel like social media is built as pacifier. It's it's the pacifier. We're, talk- yeah. Yeah, we're talking about this today. Um, and I also feel like it's it's data farming. They're making yeah. money from us. And this is what has annoyed me, and I'm just gonna have this one rant <laughs> About the whole fucking blue tick verification on Instagram, right? So, and apparently you don't even get what they're saying. So like, the whole point of having the, your, your account verified mm. is that you then get, like, access to customer support um, and your account is protected for eleven ninety nine a month. Now I'm kind of like, I feel like these companies have been making billions, farming our attention and robbing us of 22 years of our lives. <laughs> um, <laughs> And now they want me to pay eleven ninety nine a month for the privilege, like... Also, shouldn't those things be basic anyway? level care, exactly. Yeah. There should be customer support. Like, they wouldn't be making billions unless we were engaging yeah. with the platform. There's more I'm throwing. <laughs> <laughs> You're very army today. I am very army. Um, so, like, I'm also, like, you know, fuck the blue tick. I'm not giving Instagram. And also, I have, like, Snap, my weddings, and the woman and the wolf, and my personal account. There's almost, like... That's almost £50 a month that mm. I'd be giving Instagram for stealing my life. Like, <laughs> now, I'm not saying that social media is not a good tool. Like, it is a tool, but that is what it is. It's a tool. Um... And also, another thing, sorry, I've been... You go for it. Yeah, 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 thanks.
0: I um, <laughs> need and uh, this. Yeah.
1: <laughs> another thing is something I read on, because obviously I've been following a lot about AI and stuff like that. And actually, I think we should do an episode on AI. Cool. Because I think that's a bigger conversation as well. Um, so I've been listening to a lot of podcasts on AI. You can tell I've been like a hyper-focused mode. Um... <laughs> And um, someone was saying the biggest conversation has been around the AI debate has been you know, we can't make the same mistakes that we did with social media. We're now in the biggest mental health crisis in human history because no ethics or boundaries were placed around this kind of data farming, which is what it is. Mm-hmm. That's effectively, they are farming our attention. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, these little social media worlds are like little cities, but online, Hmm. And they're run by dic- by a dictatorship where we have no say in how these spaces that we spend a large portion of our lives, 22 years apparently, <laughs> um, <laughs> on these platforms and we have no say in how they're run. Yeah. Even though they have a massive impact on our lives. Okay, we are choosing to engage in them though. Exactly. So you can unchoose. You can start to change yeah. your relationship with social media, which is then my point. Yeah. But unfortunately, if you're a business, if I didn't have a business, I don't do I
0: think I'd be on there.
1: No. Or I'd definitely spend way less time on there. Yeah, me too. Like, And the spaces which are, for me, not my business, I'm spending less and less time on. Um, like Facebook, for example, I probably use more for personal. And obviously, I use it for groups. I think groups on Facebook are still like yeah. a really good tool. Um But even then, I'm posting less and less. Mm. And actually, you know, someone was saying the other day, they were like, oh, engagement is really bad at the moment. And, um, you know, it must be the algorithm. It's not showing us to anyone. And I was like, I don't really scroll anymore. And I don't really watch stories anymore. Like, I'm not engaging Mm. because I don't want to. And actually, I wonder how much of this bad engagement is because people are starting to
0: move away. Yeah. Also, I think, like, it was very. It was very useful during times like the pandemic, where you couldn't see people face to face. But yeah, I think because we're coming out fat, there's been a massive boost in um, like real life events. Yeah, and um, I know obviously like the wedding industry is suffering, um, or like hasn't hasn't been has kind of taken a little dip this year. But um, in terms of kind of like music events. Um, theater shows or kind of social real life things they've all gone up yeah because people uh people want to be living yeah um choosing to engage in their lives in
1: a very different way i'm also feeling like i want to put less of my life on social media Mm -hmm. like i don't like pre-pandemic it would be like oh look and yeah, Richard like, everything yes, like the, today at like sailbox where we went for brunch <laughs> and we were like oh uh, like that would have been like i've been like oh this needs to go on my stories <laughs> does it does it and now i'm like actually i don't really want like i don't
0: feel that need anymore um is that probably because you've got more real person in real life
1: I guess so I think just my relationship with it is less toxic um, I'm seeking less validation mm. so and I guess but, it's, it's, yeah but that's what it's for
0: isn't it that's what you yeah like it's like a fake um, a fake way of getting that
1: yeah yeah definitely it's, as I said it's like the dopamine the dopamine hit um, so I guess maybe if you're getting more oxytocin, you need less, yeah. and oxytocin comes from... And the more confident I think you feel in yourself, the less yeah. you need that external validation. I don't need to perform. Yeah. And actually, in terms of content, how I, so, my view of social media, I mean, this is always, I've always had this view, is that, like, it's a space for giving value, mm. and that's an extension of your overall marketing plan. Which is to give value, ultimately you you gain clients. But I feel like I much prefer um, other ways of generating that content. Um, Now I'm definitely leaning more like, we're recording a podcast. I feel like this is a much more meaningful way of creating content and delivering value to people. And I will use social media as a tool to get the word out about it. I'll also use our email list. I'm really kind of getting more into email lists now. Um, And also blogging. I mean, I've always been a big blogger anyway. Um, But I'm more into blogging and writing. And I have a number of email lists. Um, And also engaging in other platforms like Substack, for Mm. example, because that's a totally different business model. And I find, again, much more meaningful, good value enjoyable content, it's a really positive place to be. Um that's much more authentic Mm. as well. Well I think Instagram has just become this whole like
0: chasing of likes and engagement as well. Like I feel like it's really horrible. Because it's so because it is a um a snapshot. And it's visual. You kind of you get a lot quite quickly as in like um there is a lot uh there's a like volume wise there's a lot mm-hmm. but depth there isn't much <laughs> god this i like fucking yoda no and i don't and i yoda. probably
1: was i was thinking about the ways i've been using instagram lately uh like the, the event we went to last night i found on instagram so i think it's a really good way of, of sharing resources like i was saying like, it's like newspaper adverts the yeah. old newspaper adverts yeah, exactly. That, that that is how I view Instagram. We, I, I'm not saying I don't view it as a resource. I just feel like my relationship to that resource is changing because I'm no longer seeking validation mm. from from that space. Um, and I definitely wouldn't build my business on that one thing. Mm. Like I think if you have if you want to market yourself, Instagram is a very small part of that marketing plan. And I think for the people who have. Made it the bigger part of their marketing plan. You're lit. You're you. You are, so you are. walking a dangerous, dangerous line. Of you could lose everything overnight, effectively. Um, so I think yeah, if, when it comes to your business. There are other better ways to market than Instagram. Um, like I said. Podcasting, I think podcasting is fucking great, and people can consume that content in a much more. You can consume a podcast on a walk. Yeah, it's healthier. Where it's a much healthier way of consumption. I listen to podcasts when I'm driving. I listen to podcasts when I'm editing. Mm. Like, I'm still living my life while consuming the content. On Instagram, I'm just everything the stops. stops. Yeah, like also I've got like arthritis. Like I've got weird. Do you have like because where that where I, I mean I'm, I don't. But the way I hold my phone has started to hurt my little finger.
0: Ooh. So
1: like I've started to just be like, actually no, I don't want to be holding that. I'm gonna kinda of, I'm kind of almost a bit like, I don't want you that close to me. <laughs> 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 like and I think also another big tip, don't have notifications on for anything.
0: Oh, uh, yeah, I other than <sighs> phone office. calls or WhatsApp.
1: Like I think they're the only things I have notifications for because I feel like that's my most important people.
0: I don't, um, I'm, I've never had notifications for Instagram or Facebook. Mm. Um, I think I did one because they happen automatically, or they used to happen automatically at first. Um, so whenever I first set up my phone a million years ago, um, they would come through and I very quickly got very bored of them. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, when when uh, Threads launched this week and everyone obviously like, jumped on it, and I was like, I'm not going to be a late adopter this time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on there. <laughs> and um, everyone was like saying, oh my God, all the notifications, because obviously it's Instagram. So it basically, when you go on, your username is reserved from your Instagram account. So people can follow you before you're even like on there, because you're effectively follow your following from Instagram and then obviously that causes like that means everyone's getting lots of notifications if you want the biggest dopamine hit like I think it was like Wednesday no Thursday it came out and I was like there is the reds right now is just a bunch of neurodivergent creating people riding high on dopamine (laughs) (laughs) like I had like 500 followers in a day it's like and, but I was like Amy. I was like, "This is your like long time And what I really found endearing was everyone was like reintroducing themselves. Like it was like a whole new audience, and not the same people who've been following them on Instagram Aww. for years. And um, we will talk more about threads in a in a minute. Um, I just want to kind of like your relationship with social media should be a positive one. It should be beneficial, but beneficial to you and your life, and especially if you have a business, and as I said before, like, both of us, I wouldn't, I probably wouldn't have it. Um, I love showing off my work. Um,
0: so, and I love giving value. So I think it's, all, you know, maybe. I also feel like it's, for me, because um, what I do isn't very visual. Mm. Um, so, it, it, for me, it's almost a bit like a lookbook. Yeah. It's people. It's a thing where, um, I, I sort of see it as a, an extension of a business card where if and, and in fact I have like I still get asked for cards but I don't give them out anymore. yeah it's a business send, card I as send well. people to my Instagram so um, for me that's what it is it's like you can quickly go on there and be like what's her vibe what's what does she do mm. and then if you like that hopefully you'll go to my website
1: yeah 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 I think it's good for that definitely and I think it's good if you have a business to have a presence on that I've definitely wound back how much I post I probably post like two to three times a week for like all of my business as well before I used to aim for like every day which mm. is just like you can't do it I don't it. have sorry, that much just, to say yeah. just I know <laughs> I have a lot to say but I don't have that much to
0: say <laughs> valuable
1: yeah i'd rather create longer form pieces of valuable content i'd rather speak to an email list and give like more Mm. or like a podcast and build an audience that way um so yeah i do see instagram as like an extension of that marketing um and it's been really nice to no longer because i was thinking about it the other day i was like what if i lost my instagram Mm. what would that what would that feel like and would i be okay it
0: would make no difference to me
1: yeah, I think it would make a bit of a difference to me, but it didn't give me like a bit. I think it's a good question to ask mm. yourself is if Instagram went tomorrow, how would I market my business? Mm. Um, so I think it's quite good to explore that because um, there's so many great ways to market your business. Um, in person, yeah, networking, I love networking, community, like I had, I, you know, one I've... I'm starting to make friends and build community in Folkestone, and people, more people are knowing what I do, and that means
0: people are starting to show interest in having a photo shoot. That's a really fun way to market yourself. My honestly, the most of my work either comes from agencies mm-hmm. or it's word of mouth. Yeah, exactly. And by that I mean like friends and family, associates. Someone saw me play at a restaurant, and they've told their friend about it. Like yeah. that's what, that's how I get my. Work.
1: yeah it's really powerful um I, and i feel like email marketing is also just really
0: yeah, so i struggle with this
1: i did for ages and then i realized that it's a really nice way to give value and that's what i love the most about content creation is that it might help someone mm-hmm. um even if it helps one person then it was like worth it um and obviously i can do that on instagram but it's in quite a short form mm-hmm. um while substack Podcast, email is a way better way. And also, I posted about this on Snapcount. When you create these longer form pieces of content and you're stuck with what to post to Instagram, Just you write it down. Yeah, exactly. Like, I wrote a blog post for my wedding side, which was how to have amazing wedding photos. And I basically, it was there were two reasons for doing it. One was so I can send current couples this blog post at the point of giving them their questionnaire. Just to help manage them a bit better. (laughs) Because, yeah, I've just been feeling there's been, like, a bit of a weird thing with weddings, especially, like, because of the TikTok culture and and things like that, about, like, how you do actually get good wedding photos. You don't need to perform on your wedding day. Mm. Like, so I wrote this for them, um, but also for future couples, um, about, you know, what you need to think about different parts of the day, what you can do, like, you know, have um have garden games during the drinks reception because it's going to be more stuff is going on like be present love your people like your day is not a photo shoot. like just some really basic stuff and it's a really big blog post it took me probably about three hours to put it together but i can just break each of those sections down into an instagram post and then that's you know i can just do one of those once a week and that is one bit of helpful content every week on instagram like but it can also drive traffic to my website. So I think you can, I think creating longer form content is way more powerful. Whereas like at the moment on
0: the Snap email list, I'm breaking down my talk from Snap. So my, my issue with the email list isn't the actual emails, isn't the kind of content, it's getting people to sign up for it. So this is where I think you need something, you
1: need to know your audience. Mm. And I think we get a little bit in our heads about this. I just don't
0: really know what people want. (laughs) So the, the, I don't- What do you want from me, people?
1: (laughs) I don't have a, um, opt-in for snap at the moment i'm Mm -hmm. kind of thinking we need to i have an opt-in for the woman and the wolf that i really need to change um because it's a bit out of date and or i just need to update it it's still a good option um the opt-in for the woman and the wolf is like a self-care guide but i feel like i can probably i wrote it like two years ago so it needs updating so that's one of my jobs coming up um is to sort out my opt-ins um but the the opt-in for snap is to know about our free events our free in person events and that's the opt-in for the facebook group and for the email list i also do like share so like i'll be like this week i'm going to write about x y or z this is where you can sign up if you want this content um, so I think you don't necessarily need to have like a specific opt-in but I was speaking to a friend recently this week because I was like I really think you could probably benefit with a email list um and actually keep it simple ten
0: percent off yes yeah see, I've been doing that I've been doing like that's what it's been so far just have no, have um, no but then mentions. I said
1: add something fun
0: so, oh, yes, yeah, 10%. This,
1: yeah. So 10% off, plus a weekly roundup of the best cat videos on the internet. <laughs> <laughs>
0: More arm waving.
1: <laughs> because you're already, she already loves cat videos. Yeah. So she's already watching cat videos. So just save them and link them and put them in an email. Oh, yeah,
0: I could do, like, funny memes or something. Yeah, yeah like, I like my,
1: like, um, Tim Ferriss has an, you know, one of his best uh email list opt i mean it's five foot a friday where he just shares five things every friday that he either found inspiring useful or helpful whether it's a book recommendation or whatever like your opt-in doesn't need to be like super high value it just needs to be something that's nice for people to have um so yeah think about that like with, with, with my friend and the cat videos it was like You love cat videos. Your audience loves cat videos. Like, give them an abundance of joy on a Friday afternoon. Um, You know, like, but obviously I mentor and I educate and I coach. And that's where I'm going. So me writing a weekly helpful email is the opt-in. I'm essentially recreating a new opt-in every single week when I write to my email list. But
0: that's because I'm a writer. But And then... I think it's easier if you're an educator Yeah, so I think so I think because I'm
1: an entertainer yeah so maybe the email list isn't the right thing for you or it's not a it's just something that you use to tell people about stuff but I do think you can build a. Li- it, if you have something to sell it's easy to sell it to a list mm-hmm. and you know that it's gonna land in people's inbox mm-hmm. so maybe you do need to become a creator within that space and to think of something that your audience might really love to have from you, and I don't have any ideas like right now, but no, I think it's, it's some... okay. Sorry, I'm
0: not asking you. Oh no, <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: it's just something so that a live like marketing <laughs> coaching session. Um, by the way, coaching is going to be available by the autumn. <laughs> <laughs> um, but to maybe start, to think about yeah. what what would your people like from you, and it doesn't have to be. I would say like ten percent off. Plus something that's quite fun.
0: Okay, yeah, I think that's a good idea.
1: Um, that's joy, joy inducing. Yeah,
0: because that's my that's my vibe as well. Exactly, you
1: are a you 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 are an entertainer for yeah. events.
0: My thing is that I bring the joy. Exactly. So exactly. That kind of works. Okay. Yeah. So yeah,
1: rather than getting it in your head and being like, it yeah. needs to be something that's business related. Most people just want like, the the thing on the internet is most people are looking to be entertained. Um, and to find connection, um, like they're not going there to be. I think this is the other thing people get wrong with social media is that social media, people don't go onto social media to be sold to. No. Um, you can use it for selling, but selling shouldn't be like the only thing that you do. It should be like 10% of what you do. Um, and when you build an audience, and I'm gonna segue here smoothly into authenticity. Um, when you authentically build an audience that you can connect to, you don't really need to sell to them. Mm. Um, you need to tread a line of not needing to be validated by that audience. Um, and I was listening to a podcast this week about gurus, uh, about the new age gurus and uh, the like proxy relationships that we have with our our people that we look up to. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I think this is really important. I think if you are planning on having any form of influence on the internet, then you should probably go listen to this podcast. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, you don't want to be accidentally causing harm. Um, or harm to yourself, which I think is something that could happen. Um, so, yeah, I think authentically showing up. Um, I did it wrong for a long time. Um, I don't think authenticity is, like, sharing all of yourself on the internet. I don't think that's good for you, and I don't think that's good for other people, and that's what I used to do. Um, it's a bit like uh, trauma dumping, if I'm honest. Um,
0: but also, like, I used to see your content and be like, is, is this what I should be doing? Mm, yeah, lots of people said that to me. The thing is, I'm an open
1: book like, and I enjoy sharing, I enjoy talking about things, and I will talk about hard things, because at the same time, I don't want my social media, or my presence on the internet, to be toxically positive, Mm. like, I want it to be honest, and real, and also, like, it is, it's easier to maintain, (laughs) um, when, because, um, I also had this conversation with someone the other day, who's, like, not really feeling their business at the moment, and that means they're not Using social media yeah. as a tool because like, and I've definitely felt like this over the last kind of few months where I've been like realizing that I want to go into coaching and go into therapy and that the woman in the wolf isn't a brand photography brand anymore um, and that's definitely impacted how I feel about because I think you make you make a persona right online. And then you have to maintain that persona because you made a big audience or whatever. And then you change and evolve as a person, which means that you then start to show up differently, Mm. which, you know, might see you lose people, um, which I think you have to accept as part of that process. But it can, when you're going through that transition, um, make you not want to show up. And I think it's okay to say that that's okay as well. Um, you know having a break and coming away is really important Um, and it's okay to not show up but then if it is an important part of marketing your business which again I don't think it should be um, so maybe work on and that was the advice I gave I was like you know maybe instead of feeling like you have to show up and be visible there maybe think about other ways you know blogging SEO optimizing your website Um, there's other ways to do it um but i think if you are struggling to show up um that being honest about that i think can also be really helpful um and that's where authenticity comes in but i think um authenticity isn't giving all of yourself to social media i think that's really i used to i used to almost promote that It was always like an optional, like, I was always like, this is what I do, you don't have to do it, but it works. Mm. But I think it's, again, now I look back on it and I'm like, how much validation was I seeking from doing that? Authenticity, you can have, uh, you can have different parts of you that are authentic like yeah. i i, I, it, I think it's my point before, there's not one like, yeah there's not one defined version yeah. of yourself like there is the there is the me that spends time with people in folkestone who don't know anything about the photography world or who i am in the photography world and i fucking love it <laughs> um and it's really nice to hang out with people who aren't photographers <laughs> yeah um and, um, that I'm still being authentic, I'm still being myself, but I don't have to be those versions of myself. While the people who I, I am when I'm with photographers is still authentic, because so I am a photographer. Um, I'm sure you have it as well in terms of, like, music. Like, who you are with your bandmates, to yeah. who you are with your parents. So, who you are on social media, you can it can still be authentic, but you can curate yeah. that authenticity. And I think that curation is, like, the key. Um... For some people, that will mean being political. For me, it means being political. I don't see the point in showing up if I'm not showing up in some form of activism. But that's that's me. Um, you don't have to do that. Um, so yeah, I do think that you can you can curate, you can decide how that is, but it's just that it's still honest and in line with your values mm-hmm. and who you are as a person. Because if you are pretending to be someone else or something that you're not comes very exhausting yeah um so yeah authenticity is not giving everything (laughs) yeah it's just about what you making what you do give
0: as truthful
1: yeah just being honest and it doesn't have to be a highlight
0: reel i do think like I something i've really enjoyed doing lately Mm. actually and um and has gotten really good engagement is um Basically, highlighting how much of what I do is not glamorous. <laughs> so, especially because of Instagram, because of the, like the photos that I share, are yeah. all like gig photos where I'm in like I've got good makeup, my hair's good, I'm in a nice dress, like da da da. da. So I kind of I really enjoyed making videos that are like me packing the car, and, yeah, like, me all scruffy because I just loaded gear and stuff like this and and it's kind of i think like the actual kind of glam bit is like 10% of what i do and the actually the rest of my job is like but it's been quite fun and i think that's a really great
1: way of using social media that's being authentic that's that's being honest it's it's also entertaining yeah um and it's also giving value um so I think that's, that is a great way of giving up that kind of piece of yourself to the, the social media city that is run by a dictator. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I think that's a really lovely way of using it. And I, I do feel like it's a touch point for people as mm-hmm. opposed to like the end result yeah. Um, or like the where people might... Necess- I think people do find you on social media, but I think it's becoming increasingly hard to be found on social media. Um, mostly because the algorithm I think is completely fucked and it's all ads now. And as you were saying yeah. earlier, it just feels so empty and hollow. Yeah. So I'm definitely not going to give up on it. I'm just changing my relationship with it and just focusing my energy on other pieces of content that I know work really, really well. And also... Continue to benefit social media is such a short yeah. form, yeah. Like, you know, like one Instagram post might continue to be visible for like 24 hours max, if that, and then it's dead. Like, sometimes I think some reels can kind of make a comeback. I think it depending on what they are, depending, like, I don't feel like a wedding post, um, I think if you're tagging suppliers and using relevant hashtags, there's the potential for it to be found. I know that people find. The specific town halls through my Instagram because I use the right tags and locations, um, but I do feel like it's quite short form. And actually, the blogs that I have for those venues probably do better. Um, so, but I do feel on the whole, most Instagram posts are quite short-lived pieces of content, while a blog post will be a longer term. Pinterest as well, mm-hmm. like I have pins on Pinterest that. I posted two years ago that still get, like, Like, re-pinned today. It
0: was through a, um, you know that weird inquiry I had come through? Yeah. Um, That was through a, they'd found me on Pinterest.
1: Yeah, because the pins, pins, the pins are still doing their job,
0: like, years down the line. And it took them to, like, an. I mean, it did me a favour in some ways, because it took took them to an old web page that I just hadn't taken down, which Uh, had the wrong pricing on it. Um, I had, like, pricing from, like, four years ago. Uh, um, But it proves that the system works. (laughs) Yeah, and and, and Pinterest (laughs) is a
1: search engine, not a social media. So I do think that, like, using Pinterest and learning about Pinterest is really good. Google my business. Um, Like, there's so many places to post. But also, like, I don't know. I feel like you need to find a way to do the internet in an enjoyable way if you Mm. want it to be a long-term, like, marketing thing. Um, so like especially the woman and the wolf over the last two months I've not really been po- I haven't really posted anything photography related it's been stuff that I've been interested in book recommendations I've been sharing a lot of my film photography like I'm just like actually I just want to kind of enjoy using this space um, and a little bit aware of time because we're gonna make a roast um, yeah and what are we on now as in what is the time. We must be like thirty minutes into this. I must have talked for thirty minutes. I oh, oh, I definitely think we've hit that. We're on. We're on half past five. Okay, yeah. I'm talking too much. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Did you want to talk about threads? I do want to talk about threads, and I think we should finish there. I feel like we've given some quite good value mm-hmm. in the last conversation, in like the last thirty minutes. But I do want to talk about threads because I'm um, not so much threads as the platform. But more how it's made me feel yeah. this week. And also how it's made me think about social media. So, uh, for those of you who aren't up to date, because Rosie wasn't.
0: Um, <laughs> I found, about, found out about this yesterday. <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, I think it was Thursday. So basically, Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg have been sparring. <laughs> I, think they, I think there was actual, like like there was actual like public they were like let's meet up and have a fight
0: oh my god um, yeah I
1: know I feel like I feel it's like, off streams <laughs> <laughs> oh my god it's, it's wild these billionaires god. Oh god how did they get there um, obviously like why does that matter oh, I don't know so anyway most people know that twitter's been going downhill like massively over the since Elon took over it. Because he let all the shit people back on uh, all the racists and the homophobic people and the massive conspiracy theorists and Donald Trump, who like falls entirely He's into the king it. of all of them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So he let, oh, Gary the Seagull's back. Um,
0: Not on threads, just. No, no.
1: He, oh my god, Gary, uh, he should do on Twitter. <laughs> I have a seagull that visits me and he's just landed on the balcony and I call him Gary, Gary the girl Um, Larry, a bit, he needs, uh, maybe he needs his own, uh, thread <laughs> to <cap>. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, um, I, I reckon it'll go viral um, Today has been very busy, I've watched lots of people <laughs> Yeah, I tried to open the kitchen window <laughs> He tries to get in through the kitchen window oh, when I'm, I'm cooking, cooking. <laughs> Honestly, um, he's a nightmare <laughs> Um, although they're making lots of assumptions about their gender, so... <laughs> um, anyway, back to threads. <laughs> um, so, yeah, there's, there's obviously Twitter's been going downhill massively, lots of people are unhappy there. Like It's been really, like, it's a resource for news and, yeah, it, there is there a lot of people who, you know, Twitter was their space, mm. Instagram was kind of the creative space, so basically Elon has ruined Twitter, everyone's now mad. Um, and because he's trying to monetize it as yeah. much as possible, this is what happens. You cannot, there has to be a balance between how much money you make and the community that you're building mm. and how you support that community. Um, so it's problematic, he's a problematic person. Um, so yeah, they've been, I mean, Mark Zuckerberg is definitely problematic as well. I'm, I'm not saying that he's not, I'm just saying that they're having a fight. <laughs> um, so on Thursday, I don't know where it came from, it like came out of nowhere. Mark was like, we're dropping Threads.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Yeah.
1: It's like it's like a week, it was like two weeks ago while Zuckerberg's just gone to like the meta world and been
0: like, make
1: me a Twitter. <laughs> make me an app that's exactly like Twitter. And that is effectively what has happened. So Threads was, Threads was launched, obviously I think it was very quick because it's, it's so basic. Mm-hmm. It's like the basic days of the internet. There's no hashtags. There's exactly. no... Though. Is that this nice? is why it's good. So there's no hashtags, there's no like real clear algorithm, no one really knows how to use it, there's no DMs that you can't message people, there's no stories, there's no reels, it's literally like text based message board posts. Yeah, effectively it's a message board, but you can still post photos, videos, and share links really easily. It's 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 like a real stripped down tri- Twitter. It looks like Twitter as well. Like there's I think Elon Musk has like issued lawsuits. Um <laughs> Like, 10 million people signed up, signed up for it. And, like, and the beauty of it was is that because it's, like, through the Instagram platform was that your username was already reserved and you're following, basically, you're your, your immediately connected with everyone from your other following. So the joy of that this week has been I've been seeing people's content who I wasn't mm-hmm. seeing on Instagram because of the shitty algorithm over there while also being aware that I am contributing to a dick-throwing contest between... <laughs> boy billionaires um but it's been like nice i know some people's experience but it hasn't been so great where like they're just seeing lots of random people and um also it's been criticized cuz like it's like basically instagram are like we we're not going to really like support politics or news or anything like that and all the people who've come from twitter because they don't want to be on twitter anymore are, like you are missing the point <laughs> <laughs> Completely, so it's been interesting, but I really like it, and I think the reason I like it is because I was like, oh, this feels like a fresh start, Mm. and it feels like I can be whatever I want to be. And because I don't really know what I'm going to, like, how I'm... Because on Instagram it's like, okay, I do three photo posts and then I do, like, a quote-type post and there's, like, a format that I follow and I have to... Well, sometimes, especially with Snap, I'm probably less rigid. I'm just like, I have to do what the fuck I feel like. Um, and I think that's how we should use social media. I don't think we should have this, like, orchestrated, like, visual thing. Yeah, like, I don't have that
0: because I can't be bothered to do that.
1: Well, there's that. And then, um, so, if... The thing that's stopping you from showing up is, like, the Mm. aesthetic look. Like, that's not the point. Like, and I get it. Visual people, photographers, artists, everything like that. that is really important to us. But it's probably not that important to our audience or our clients. And what I like about threads is that there is none of that at all you can literally and there's no real like we don't really know the algorithm yet like don't know what works what doesn't so you can just do whatever you want because it doesn't matter exactly and that's
0: really joyful mm. and
1: i'm also like how do i want to use this space how do i want to show up and it's like i just actually i want to be not positive in a toxic way but i'm like i can give some real value and i can also connect my sub stack more here so yeah it just felt like a blank canvas and a fresh start um and I think that's really, really nice. And it'll be really interesting to see what happens. Mm-hmm. I think the moment they start to monetize it, it will probably lose. I really want someone to create, like, a social media that isn't, like, based in money. Yeah, we were talking about this earlier, though. Like, if you don't monetize it, it isn't sustainable. No, no, I know. I know, and I have that feeling. I have that around Snap. Like, there's part of me that doesn't yeah. want Snap to be, like, overly monetized because that's not the... Point. It's not the point of it, but also sorry, we need yeah. to <laughs> <laughs> We need to be paid at some point. Um, so yeah, I've just really enjoyed threads for that reason, and I think it's I, for me. It's like it feels like a positive platform. I don't know how long it will stay that way for. Um, it's also text based, which I really enjoy, mm. um, and I also feel like this is gonna change influencer culture. Because the people who are just like visual,
0: yeah,
1: like like look how great my life is. Threads, you what can't really, yeah, you can't yeah, do that. No, it doesn't work. Um, so I think that's going to be very interesting. Mm. Um, so yeah, it's just I would recommend people just giving it a go, um, and also exploring other spaces like Substack. I really mm. love Substack, okay. and I make money from my Substack. they. Like, <laughs> Exactly. I make currently £70 a month from my self-stack.
0: Crikey. Yeah. Well um, done.
1: Exactly. And that's how self-stack works. They make money off of you making money. So, yeah, they're more invested in Yeah, and also because uh, there is free content on there. Like, most most of the, uh, like, contributors on there do, do free content. I know I give free content as well. But um, it's also a podcasting platform as well. Um, so... You can kind of share all kinds of long form content. You can write notes, which are kind of like statuses. Um, like Substack wants you to be found because mm. you, they make money from you making money. Yeah. So, so it works exactly. So they're also like the algorithm is much more enjoyable, but also because. So I'm signed up to a lot, quite a few accounts, but not all of them. I pay for. I pay for a few that I really want to hear from. Which I think is really nice as well, because it makes my content, while it's less, it's more quality content. Um, So yeah, just find some other spaces to play with and not be so personally attached Mm. to, I think especially photographers and visual artists, Instagram is not the be-all and end-all of your marketing, Um, and it also doesn't define you as a person. So yeah, I think we will end there.
0: Yeah, nice
1: it was reasonably structured
0: <laughs> in a in a no snap kind of way <laughs> yeah. it's about yeah. as structured as we get yeah yeah yeah.
1: i'd love to be more structured i look at i look at structured people with envy and actually the less i try to be structured or mm-hmm. try to like like engage with the better my life is so you know all good all exactly good. Anyway, we
0: will see Sweet. you next time. Yeah. Bye. Next time. Bye. Thanks for listening to O oh Snap. Like, follow and subscribe to keep yourself up to date with the episodes. And if you're feeling extra, share this episode with someone who might find it useful.